Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You're listening to the Heroes Podcast Network. Hello, all you friendly Force users out there. Welcome to the season finale of The Mandafetso. Uh I'm Ian, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Chris. Hello. Uh, we know that this episode is getting out to you super late after the finale, but Chris left me on my own. <laughs> she hanging. Ab- <laughs> she abandoned me, but it's okay because so she went to happened. Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. <laughs> uh that's sorry but you know that happened and i never wanted to leave and they had to drag me kicking and screaming away yes um so she went to galaxy's edge and uh we're 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 back and we're (laughs) back look it was the holidays guys stuff happened all right people got sick traveling was had we lit some menorahs Stuff menorahs happened. Were lit, yes, Men- menorahs true. were lit. Trees were trimmed. Not in a sexual way. <laughs> I wasn't taking it in a sexual way, but sure, okay, sure. Is that a sexual like thing? Saying I'm going to get my tree trimmed. Oh my god, yeah. Have you? Huh. How do you not know Christmas sexual innuendos? I don't really. Okay. Child. Well, <laughs> okay. Anywho, sure. Um. So, like I said, this is the season finale of the Mandafetso. Uh We are back, back, back again. Uh, and of course, they have already announced season two. The uh, premiere day is going to be late 2020. So I'm going to assume like the same kind of time, no- October, November of next year. Or oh, interesting. Year, so we don't even have to wait a whole year. I know. It's great. Cool so, beans. Because John Favreau tweeted out a picture of a, a maquette of a Gamorrean guard. <gasps> and he was shirtless. <laughs> he, had them, he had them Gamorrean titties out, so... Oh, those titties, oh yeah. And they were bright green. Dear God. So we're going to be seeing, obviously, a Gamorrean guard of some sort in season two, which is going to be very, very cool to see. Oh my God, what if we get huts? I would like to see maybe a hut or two and see what happens. I want some huts in season two. That would be amazing. Yeah, Job wasn't the only hut. Got to remember yeah. that. Job was not the only one. No, okay, um, but I could see. I could see a hut being like, "Bring me the little one. I want to eat it." I, it looks like a frog. I want to. It looks on like it. a frog. I want to eat it. 
Um, but yeah, so if you didn't hear in the first part, uh, Chris was at Galaxy's Edge. Um, that's why she also could not sadly be a part of the Rise of Skywalker uh, review. Well, that was <laughs> that was partly a family emergency, I, and but it, the it tickets we had. Yeah, the tickets we had were literally for the night before I left for LA. So, but stuff, uh, stuff happened. Thankfully, yeah. uh, Derek and Ryan from the Screen Heroes uh, came in and substituted in, and we are very, very thankful for that. Uh, but don't worry, I will for sure pick Chris's brain on the Rise of Skywalker stuff. So it's not her opinion and her thoughts are not going to be unheard on the show. Trust oh, me. Oh yeah, no, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about Galaxy's Edge. We got stuff coming. Did you bring me back like the whole entire park as a Christmas gift? Oh my god, I tried. Everything is so expensive. I oh, spent yeah. Okay, I didn't spend. But <laughs> my significant other bought me and by me I meant he bought himself and then I took it. Um a beanie and it was thirty dollars. Oh, <laughs> it, it literally is just a black beanie with a yellow and black poof ball and it says Star Wars. It's beautiful though, and it's very nice. It's very quality. Well, but you, it's my if new the favorite. house ever burns down, you grab that beanie for sure. It's on the way out, so yeah. I mean, Good. it's All right, cold cool. outside. I'm gonna <laughs> grab my beanie, sure. Um, but so obviously, you guys are here to talk about, uh, or rather, listen to us uh, talk about the uh, Mandalorian episodes six, seven, and eight. Uh, we're gonna be going through like we did last time with uh, three, four, and five talking about about the episode you know what we didn't like what we did like some of the characters plot points all that good stuff and then obviously we'll be wrapping it up with the season finale um so without further ado let's jump in uh we all have right. episode chapter six, six. Yes. chapter six or chapter six excuse me it's called chapter six i'm so sorry the prisoner isn't that right it's the prisoner prisoner sure. or, or prisoner or something, something. yes the prisoner Yep. Um, so we get introduced to a slew of great characters, um, and some that we have questions on. Some questionable <laughs> characters. Yep. Um, you want to so take it away? Um, this episode has been critiqued for not moving the plot in any way whatsoever. Um, and I yeah, think that's okay. Didn't. Yeah, no, it literally didn't. It was it was a totally a side quest um, episode, and that's fine. I think I think that's fine. I don't feel like it took away from the series as a whole, even though we only got eight episodes. You know it it built it built onto the character of the Mandalorian. It built onto the world building. You know, it was interesting. We learned stuff. Also- we saw stuff. It you know it brings in characters that maybe we will see in season two as well. It's not just yeah. you know exactly there there will probably be some callbacks. I think some um, seeds were planted with this episode. Yeah. It's interesting. So it was basically like a heist. It, it was kind of it was like it was like Mandalorian meets Oceans six or however many of them there were. Okay, I can see that. Right, it felt like it, it felt that way to me. It felt like um. It felt like Rick and Morty, you son of a bitch, I'm in kind of episode. <laughs> okay. We're Rick and Mortying it up in here, apparently. Okay. It, hey, uh, that funny. is a very pertinent episode from the last season, and I'm just saying, 
Well, I've never seen Rick and Morty because I well, have if you, if you class. Listener, if you were a Rick and Morty fan, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't like Rick and Morty. Well, that's okay. You don't have to. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so It's basically, great to listen to with a beer. What am I saying? I don't know. Well, so the Mandalorian, he like finds this old gang that he used to be a part of. And you get a slew of, of people. And it's a five-man job that it needs to be done for securing this cargo. They don't know what the cargo is yet. I don't know what the cargo is. Well, he it's... doesn't know what it is. They do, but they won't tell him, obviously. Uh, so you have an because ex... then it's always a good sign. Yeah, right. You have an ex-imperial sharpshooter named Mayfield. You have a Deveronian <laughs> uh, strongman, I guess is what you would call him. Named yeah, those Berg. guys are fantastic. It was uh, a good callback. Good callback. You have a droid pilot named Q9-O. So Q, I think they call him what, Q9 or QO? or I can't remember what they call him. Was it QO? I feel like that's right. I, um, I don't know. I don't know. Then, but it, we all know how much, you know, we all know how much Mando loves droids. So. Yes. And we have a, and I can't believe I'm saying this. Oof. A questionable Twi'lek named questionable. Zan. Now yep. here's the thing. Everyone who listens to this knows I love Twi'leks. We, uh, we both have like a Twi'lek thing. Yes, I've we, uh, we I've dressed up as a Twi'lek. I'm doing a Twi'lek again for celebration. Like it's you know I love the Twi'leks. Um, that being said, <sighs> okay, so there we are were all I liked super about her. hyped for this Twi'lek. We were because we all we ever got was just like a quick view of a female Twi'lek in the previews, and everybody was like. Oh my god, it's a Twi'lek. This is gonna be awesome because Twi'leks are awesome. Yes. <laughs> are we, they? We still, we still hold that opinion. Are they? <laughs> when done correctly, they are. Yeah. So here's the thing. So anywho. <laughs> so the Twi'lek, I should also say, is played by uh, Natalia uh, Tina? Tena? I, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce her last name. But she played... Um, uh, Tonks in Harry Potter. Yeah. And so I love Tonks, but And she also played the Wildling in um Game of Thrones. So And both of those other characters I absolutely adore. And yes. this one was a choice. Yes. And yes. she uh she's a knife master. She doesn't have any blasters with her. And I will say that her knife skills and the fighting skills that they had for her was very cool. Yeah, no, there was definitely some very cool elements of this character. Um should we just yeah. start picking it apart now? Because we're oh already my on it. Oh my god! Okay, yeah. But uh, well, yeah. But, but part of my Remember, part of the critique by saying we like Twi'leks, we still, yeah. you know. But yeah. Okay, so, well, part of the critique has to jump into the rest of the episode, though. Oh, I know what you're going to talk about. Okay. Yeah. Um, I got a critique. Okay, so, though, so real quick, her go ahead. Liku. Go ahead. Yeah. Ooh. So here's the thing: her Liku are patterned after Hera's Liku, the size and the shape of them. And that works fine, I think, in, like, an animated setting. But when you bring into live action, and the same thing can be said for, like, the cosplayers and stuff like that, it just looks kind of weird. It did. It looked very... And I don't know. There was just something kind of uncanny I love the color that they valley. picked for, because it's the same color that I am, basically, when I'm a Twi'lek. So I'm like, eh, yep. that's me! Lavender! Uh, but it... I just didn't like how they looked on her, personally. Um, maybe it's because they didn't have the ear cones. She had actual, like, human ears with it. So I don't know if she, like... I feel like it's because of the ear cones being gone. And the... Yeah. 
it will. That, the weird I think thing that is, threw it off to me. Like for example, um, Linmi, who is the white Twilight in the special edition for Jabba's palace, the dance mm-hmm. sequence, she does not have ear cones. You're right, and she looks fine. I, I think it's the. I think I think it's the leak with themselves. Yeah, there's uh, just something about it. It's yeah, like just traditionally weird. the leak who go like straight back, uh, but hers and like with hair they kind of come to the side and curve out. Uh, I need to like bring I said, up a picture. <laughs> it works. Some... It looks great on the animated like show, but it just doesn't translate well. I think personally, live action. But like I said, that's just me. I don't know if I'm like a Twilight snob or not, but yes. <laughs> oh well, thank you. <laughs> well, and we all know my well. You'll you'll find out my opinions on why. <laughs> oh well, that's awesome. Why, why we can be snobby about this particular twilight <laughs> um but she's also uh we find out she's the former lover of the mandalorian so you know they got some chemistry so again questions <laughs> yes you have bill burr as mayfield who is a former imperial sharpshooter uh and then you have richard aote as uh the voice of q9 uh aka oh they call him zero that's who they call him oh yeah um and for those who don't know that name, he's uh, Moss on the IT crowd. And the IT crowd is a freaking hilarious show and y'all need to it go is. watch it. It's on Netflix and it's the best thing. And then rounding out the gang, they have Clancy Brown as Berg, who's the Deveronian. And if that name sounds familiar, he's been doing quite a few Star Wars things. Um, most notably, he is the voice of Savage Opress. Uh, and he also voiced... Uh, one of the uh, a character in Rebels in the later seasons. Um, but I knew him growing up as the Lex Luthor in the Superman animated series in the 90s. Hmm. And he also voices uh, Mr. Krabs. I didn't realize that. SpongeBob. That's interesting. <laughs> so you got Mr. Krabs and... Storied past. And yes, and Berg. Uh, so, but cause, like I saw his face, I'm like, that face kind of looks familiar. And I heard his voice, I'm like, that voice very much sounds familiar. Um, so... That's the crew, and they go on to this New Republic uh, prison transport that is all basically uh, guarded, I guess is the word, by droids. So there's no, quote-unquote, like, you know, human casualties. Yeah. Ex- except for one. So they say. <laughs> um, and so, so take us through them going actually into the ship and doing their stuff. I Okay, so I'm not I'm not saying I didn't enjoy this episode. It it is the only episode of The Mandalorian that I only watched once. Every single other episode I've seen at least 3 times. Um so it's not so much that it's forgettable, it's just that I forgot a lot of it. It's so okay. I mean, okay, so they're going so they get onto the ship and basically they're they they did they have like a homing device or, so, or something i don't know they have some intel about where who they are looking for is right they, they know the the uh the i think cell number or something like that yeah so they go to the cell and they open the cell and who's in the cell zan's brother zan's brother it's another twilight and it is like a mean ass looking twilight do they mm. yeah he doesn't bother me as much as she did but he still bothered okay, me quite so a bit. There, he's got he's he looks like if if a Twi'lek and 
a Klingon. Ooh. You had a baby. It might be this guy. Interesting take he, on it. Yeah, he's he's got like really prominent facial features and and like really kind of wrinkly and bumpy and I it's weird because she's very smooth. Yes, and normally the she's men do very have smooth. the bumps, but but and, but not just like the bumps. Like he's just he's textured. Seen some He's very textured. He's, yes, he's seen you some didn't action. You call him a textured. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like his face has a lot of texture. Oh, that's funny. How do you describe that man? His, of... his, I describe him as textured. Textured? He's textured. Oh, that's funny. Oh, uh, yeah. That's real funny. Um, so... so they both have, this was really interesting, is that they both have fangs. And if you're into the Twi'leks, um, you don't see that on the women. You don't see that on female Twi'leks. No, the men you do, but the females the you do The men you do. It's supposed to be only a male thing. Um, and so I looked into this a little more, and it's apparently, like, they file them down that way? Like, it's a guy? It's just a guy thing? So there's no reason why a female Twi'lek couldn't have them. She could just also file them down. But then do your, do your um, uh, what you think she could be. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, but hold on. Still in this. Okay. So, I, you know, on my weird reading reviews and whatnot, this, there's a few people throwing around that because she has fang teeth and that's only a male Twilight thing. Here, here, get this. People are saying, and she doesn't have the cones. She's the first trans character. (laughs) Did you see this? I would be so happy with that. I, I I mean, that's totally, I think, out of the ballpark of anything that is actually going on with this character, but it's an interesting, it's an interesting take. I'm here for it. It's an interesting take. I'm not going to dispute it. I'm here for it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if anybody I could see uh, Natalia Tenna going for something right. along that route, I could see that. I don't know. But yeah, I just thought I'd throw that out there. That's an interesting theory. I'm very okay with that theory. I'm not going to dispute it's, it. I like it. Interesting theory. Um, um, to watch so we should also but... mention uh, this episode has a bunch of cameos. And the first cameo that we get is of a rebel uh, security guard. Oh, and yeah. he's played by Matt Lanter. And Matt Lanter voices Anakin in The Clone Wars. Yeah. And so it was great to see him, you know in this series and he he does die uh zan knifes him yeah sadly (laughs) so basically you know everyone kind of fights for you know oh i'm better at this oh i can do this oh i'm gonna do this the whole thing's a shit show it's yeah stuff happens (laughs) yeah you know egos yeah egos clash yes yeah um but okay so my theory as to why these particular Twi'lek are so weird. Oh, this is your other theory. Right. So they have this weird accent. They look weird. They act weird. So I think that these are just the deep hills inbred southern hillbilly version of the twi'leks uh, when you texted me that i was cackling uh, like, yeah, laughing no. 
this is what happens when your Twilight family never leaves its homestead and they oh. just keep. <laughs> I love it. It's so you so get you funny. get these two. You get these two. Oh, what a treat! We have our first hillbilly hick. Hillbilly hick, Twilights. That's 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 what you get. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. We're probably gonna get so much hate for that, but I don't care. <laughs> um. So, meanwhile, all this is happening. Zero, who is the the droid pilot on this uh, mission? Oh yeah. Uh, he discovers little baby Uter. Baby Uter. Yep. And. Uh, you know, he's like, what is this? And so all while this is happening, they also, you know, the Mandalorian is tricked into going, or not going into a cell, like he's tricked and they throw him into a cell and they're like, peace out. We got our cargo. Bye-bye. Yeah. Because like, well, like apparently the reason that cross and the everything. guy got captured was because of the Mandalorian. Do, am I remembering, remembering that correctly? Is I that don't crazy? actually say why he got captured. I can't remember. I feel, I felt like maybe he got left behind because of a call the Mando made. But like maybe you, yeah. I only watched episode once. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, like I said, it's a, it's not a bad episode. Like I just had no, it's a it very fun and plot, so I didn't feel like I needed but... to watch it again. Exactly. Um. So while all this is happening, like I said, he gets tricked. He's in a cell. He tries to he you know eventually gets himself free. Um. And uh, he fights his way back to his ship. Uh, takes out Zero before Zero can basically either report in or capture Baby Yoda. Um, mm-hmm. He he throws everyone else into a cell as well after he defeats them all. He doesn't kill them. He, like we said before, like we he, think that these characters might come back in a future yeah. episode. He's so, also the Batman of the Star Wars universe, apparently. Well, if he's Batman, then Zan's fucking Harley Quinn. Right? She. We should also mention that she hisses at everyone too. Yeah, we've never seen a female like hiss at people. Hillbillies, crazy ass hillbillies. I'm we, telling you. Like I'm. Like we said, we love Twilex, but she mm-hmm. was just a a different one. Yeah, she was and special. She was. Yeah. <laughs> she was just a little, a little special Twilex. Yep. Um. So. The whole crew was just nuts, but she was particularly just like super, just fucking crazy. Yeah, like she would be like she's like in your face, hissing with a knife, like pointing to your gullet and like licks her fangs, and then just like trots off. Yeah, I, I, she's and, Harley Quinn. You know, I mean, apparently, Mando likes him crazy. Yeah, well, um, so also, basically, I'm guessing he, uh, from what I gather has sex with his helmet on oh oh we because didn't think about that she's never seen his face and they Can we talk about the line where uh Wilbur's <laughs> character uh thinks he's a gungan he goes you were so ugly under there or whatever and it's the <laughs> it funniest fantastic. thing yes they had some great lines in this like yes. they had some really really great line like he also said like there was someone i think someone said like what's an imperial sharpshooter doing here he goes we're not all bad shots or something like that it was very funny yeah uh but basically you know it wraps up with the mandalorian you know grabbing the distress beacon that was activated while they were on the ship to alert the new republic of hey something shady is going on here come help us yep so outsmarts everybody he grabs they that. get captured 
and he throws it basically onto the body of uh, the the Twi'lek brother. I can't remember his name, honestly. I'm so sorry, but... Um, Ugly-ass Twi'lek guy. Hick, Hick 2, I guess. I don't know. Yes. Uh, and so they're like, what's that? And so the Mandalorian, you know, zooms away, and out pop three X-Wings, which I love seeing those ships, by the way. That was pretty great. But also... Those three X-Wings hold our three cameos uh, for the episode, and that is uh, Dave Filoni, Deborah Chow, and Rick, I cannot say his last name for the life of me, I'm so sorry, but he's the one who directed this episode. <laughs> oh, right. So it's the three directors. Um, so basically, um, they leave, and he hyperspaces away, and that's the end of the episode. The end. I mean, kind of. Well, my whole, my whole thing is he's a really, like, bad parent. Oh my goodness, stop leaving your child alone in the car. Right? Like... like I'm gonna call Space CPS. <laughs> the whole entire time, and especially during the the one scenes in uh, the, fin- the season finale, I'm like, I'm calling CPS and call, we're gonna, call in space CPS. We're going to get to that scene, you know, in a little bit, but uh, no. Yeah. I'm like, dude, why are you like, oh, I'm like, I get, you can't just like drop them off somewhere, but you know, still. He has maybe, no idea what he's doing. He has maybe, no idea what he's doing. Maybe not go on these dangerous missions while you have a child with you. This is probably, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> excuse me. Start the room. This is probably how the Mandalorians raised him like this is how they do it on mandalore they just they just leave their kids wherever and they're like well if they survive then good for them we'll we'll take another one it's fine um (laughs) that's really funny uh but yeah i'm like this this man is getting no father of the year awards he's just not sorry he's simultaneously the best dad and the worst dad exactly and that's a very hard thing to do but damn it he does it so well (laughs) yeah um, so moving on from episode six, we have episode, or I guess chapter. I keep on calling them episodes. They're, that's not what they're called. They're called chapters. Well, it's an episode, but it's called, called a chapter. Chapters. Whatever. Uh, we have chapter seven, which and is called moving The Reckoning. back to the plot. Finally. Finally uh, back to the plot. Uh, this one is, uh, directed by Deborah Chow, who like we said previously, is directing the uh, Obi-Wan series, so you know, pay attention to her episodes, especially because you're going to see a lot of her stuff, you know, come through for the Obi-Wan series. I think some of her episodes have been the best episodes. Personally. I agree. Um, so did you at least watch this one more than once? I think I watched this one three times. Okay, so I will let you take it away then. Um... And yet I'm blanking on what Oh, no. Wait, okay. Um, This is... Oh, so we're... That's one where it goes back to the planet. So we're going back, yeah. Yeah. This is like greatest hits. Mandalorian, greatest hits. Okay. (laughs) So so we go back to the, like, the, like, foresty planet with, um, you know, where Mando fell in love for five minutes and was going to leave Yoda to be raised by a hot chick. Yes. Who almost took his mask off. Uh, um, yes, Car- Cara he, Dune is at the bar and she's fighting yes, people. So he can, yeah, Cara Dune's being a badass because she is. Um, and he convinces her to come along with him and basically like help him 
get rid of these people who are still tracking um, the child because they're never going to stop chasing him. Um, and he gets her to come with him by being like, hey, guess what? They're Imperials. And yeah, she's she like, gives cool, the, I'll kill them she all. She goes, son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> um, and then we go you know our next greatest hit we go back to what, what, what the heck planet was that they um, never say it i don't think did, do they not say it? i can't oh. remember uh the, i don't know we go back to quill's planet yeah oh yeah so nick nolte alien has a name quill and it's quill 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 <laughs> quill 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 yeah uh it's quill um so he goes back and he convinces the guy somehow who you know is like i'm done leave me alone uh to come also uh but we get the biggest awesomest surprise uh our ig's back yay Yay! and he's not mean anymore i'm like they couldn't just get rid of no the best voice in the entire series like they weren't gonna just waste taika watiti like that for one episode and say all right goodbye yeah, so no. so Taika Waititi returns. Um, basically, uh, Quill picks up all. He finds the pieces when he goes back to see, you know, like the destruction which the Mandalorian has wrought mm-hmm. upon this little enclave. Um, finds the IG, grabs all the pieces, brings them back through sl- slow, laborious process. Gonna need a montage kind of thing. Um, rebuilds him and reprograms him to He's be. He's a nanny. Uh, well. He's Fran Eventually. Drescher. Eventually. He, he, yeah. He gives him um, a fantastic Brooklyn accent. And <laughs> can you imagine? Oh, um, God. <laughs> yeah. No, so he, he reprograms him. He's a good guy. It freaks the Mandalorian out because, you know, he's got a thing with droids. It's his thing. Um, it's a thing. It's his kink. It's his, it's his thing. It's not that kind of thing. No, it's not. But yeah. Which we yeah. eventually realize what it is. Towards... It's like a phobia. It's a droid of like. There's got to be a. Oh, there's gonna, there's phobia gonna be a word, word yes. for droid phobia. Um. But Nick Nolte's like, oh yeah, okay. Well, sorry, Quill is like, okay, cool. I'm gonna come along, but IG's coming with me because he's um awesome now, and I'm gonna make him the nurse droid for Baby Yoda, which is literally the best thing that's ever happened in the history of anything and he's very much a nurse droid <laughs> yeah i know he's fantastic uh but he also brings along the what the heck are those things called those the, the little mini weird creepy horseback riding oh the beasts things. the um, beasts what are they called oh um i think we said it in one episode and i cannot remember what yeah i can't remember anyway he literally brings them this is ship. how much I love Quill, and apparently the Mandalorian loves him too because he lets him take them. Um, all right, and then they, and then so they, you know, they're all packed up. He's got Kara, he's got Quill, he's got I, IG, he's got um, Kara. I said Kara first. Oh, um, and he's he got has, and he's um, got weird, ugly horse things. But then he also has um, um, what's his name? Carl Weathers. And he gets Carl Weathers. Wait, wait, well, you had to go. We we were getting there because he had to go to the planet first, right? Did he get him from the planet? Oh, that's you. Meant, yeah. Like after. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Yeah, no, he meets him on the planet. So yeah. Carl Weathers calls him up, and they chit chat. And Carl Weathers is like, 
you know, I think you get these should imperial come out fucks out of here. And these Carl, yeah, these imperial fuck heads are just messing with my jam. And they're screwing up all the guild stuff. So why don't you come and take them out? There's not that many of them. If you, you know, if you put a crew together, we can do this. Uh, so they go over back to the planet. I can't ever remember planet names. It is called. It's like wannabe Tatooine. It. It is. It's like no, second night Tatooine. It's it's a little more than it's Navarro. Navarro. Second night Tatooine. Stop it. <sighs> yeah. So oh. they go back there to the town that looks nothing like Mos Eisley. No, definitely not. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, sorry. Actually, before that, they get they meet up with um, Carl Weathers, who has a name that's not Carl Carga. Weathers. It's Carga. Thank you. And he's got a crew too. And he explains, you know, I've got these guild guys with me and we're gonna get helped out, but oh no, they're, you know, gonna double cross him. They're not shady at all. No, we're totally believing them. And Kara's like, okay, you're a dumbass, but sure, let's go with this. Um, And then the guys get eaten by this weird pitch black, like, you know what they're called? Chronicles of Riddick moment. Oh, no, but do you know what they are? They, I don't know. They're like Minox from hell. Yeah, no, they are, they are Minox. They are Minox. Yeah. There you go. They're Minox. I did not know Minox were that freaking horrifying. Uh, yeah, they are indeed Apparently Minox. they are. Um, so but yeah, like one of the dudes gets hurt. eaten by a Minox. He gets Sorry? hurt. Carga gets hurt. He get, yeah, Carl Weathers get hurt. He and then moving. Yoda, we get canonical force healing. Which we've seen before, people, so don't be all bitchy about it. Yeah, and it was really cool. We've and it was adorable. Yes. And, and it was. And he was like, oh, now I'm tired. I, now I sleep. Now I sleep. It makes sense um, why they premiered this episode earlier before The Rise of Skywalker, because... Yeah, because they were like reminding everybody, hey, guess what? This this is a thing. It's a thing. Deal with it, it's fuckers. It's a thing. Deal with it. Don't bitch about Rey. <laughs> um and uh yeah so carl weathers is like cool baby yoda rocks i'm not gonna double cross you anymore even though i totally was going to um he killed his he, associates he killed his totally not backstabby associates um and they ride off into the sunset and live happily forever after the end. <laughs> the end yeah no, nothing else ever happens <laughs> nothing else happens at all no so basically um, after that they take the child to the to uh the client who is yep. played by um burner her her whatever his last name is like burner herzog here we go <laughs> um and he pretends that he also captured uh cara dune and the Merc- yes. and the mandalorian um so uh quill is tasked is tasked with uh keeping the child safe and taking him back to the ship um so they're meeting up they're like they're like they're about to make the deal they're about to you know say we're good got the baby here all of a sudden like just blaster fire comes from nowhere yeah well i love how the guy i love how so i love how verner takes the call Oh yeah, and he and he and he's like, oh no, but the baby is sleeping right now, and I'm like, oh, you're so easily fooled, you poor right. old man. <laughs> oh no, the baby is sleeping. Oh, it's it's sleeping in the pram at the moment. I can't show it to you. 
It's very funny. <laughs> this is our terrible space German accent, by the way. If yes. You um. So basically, a bunch of these stormtroopers open fire. Uh, yeah. They, they kill him. They kill him with a bunch of which was not what any of us saw coming. No, I'm like, oh, they just straight up murdered an imperial uh, contact. Uh, oh, okay. cool. So the main bad guy is now dead. Uh, who I guess wasn't the main bad guy. He was like, you know, shock and awe. <laughs> he was he was the bane of this it, season. Yeah. It was a bait and switch, y'all. And that means that Moff Gideon is uh, Talia Al Ghul. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, there you go. I'll, uh, uh, I'll buy that. Yep. Um, so, uh, basically, the bunch of stormtroopers just open fire on the bar. Everyone takes cover. Ermagerd, help. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we see a TIE fighter land in a very cool way, by the way. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, we never seen oh, a TIE fighter with the... wings fold up. Yes, we have. Ah, see? Have we? Yes, we have. Yes, we have. They what? totally do that. They fold. But we've never seen it happen in, like, live action before. Uh, I don't I think feel like we, we have. have. Oh, okay, I know it's canonical. Cause I've definitely seen it. Maybe it was a video game I saw it in, but I know I've seen it. Because I was, I was like, oh I've yeah, that, that tracks. I've seen that before. That was very interesting. Oh, maybe okay maybe that was in my sand fiction i don't know <laughs> um so basically this person named moff gideon arrives demanding obviously to to have the bb uh but the bb is not there uh nope uh the mandalorian uh puts out a transmission to quill big bang. mistake because yeah, apparently right. nobody can tap into your communications in this world Saying, right? you know take take the baby take him to the ship fly away go away do something uh and sadly two scout troopers intercept that call and in the process of capturing the child they uh kill quill yes it's, it's very, sad. very sad they killed nick nolte it's very sad those troopers are just <laughs> So as my as my daughter says after seeing this episode, she's she's very small, and she loves she loves the Mandalorian. It's her favorite thing in the world. Um, we watched that episode. It went to black. She turns to us and with like total seriousness, she goes, "He has spoken his last words." Oh, right. Oh, I was like, "Oh, dark. that's so dark. It's so dark." <laughs> Does she need counseling after this season? <laughs> she might. <laughs> like, that's something I thought of. Yeah. Not little, wow. Not seven-year-old child, yes. That's not it okay. Was, it was fantastic. It was great. Oh, boy. Uh, I was very impressed and also amused. You're like, I'm impressed, but also, are you okay? But are you okay? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So, yeah. So, Quill, in all of his awesomeness, and all he wanted to do was settle down on his peaceful planet... Gave it all. Yep. Gave it all for the baby Yoda. He's he spoke for the last time. God, that's so he sad. The last time. God, I know. That's dark. It's so dark. It's so sad. Oh. I feel so bad for him. He went Ooh. through all of this shit in his life. But But he said that he would man. gladly, you know, be with the Mandalorian. So, you know, he he did it, yeah, you know. Yeah, he was a good guy. He's yeah, a good exactly. Guy. Um so before we get to our season finale topic, uh our discussion for episode eight, uh, which is promptly called Redemption. We are going to take a small commercial break, so we'll be back after these commercial messages. Recently on the Heroes Podcast Network, Echo Station. Well, what's the main think... what's the main planet that Endor 
the forest moon of Endor. It's a moon. So it's there's a major planet, obviously, that it... Is the forest moon of Endor? Is Endor the actual planet, then? See, th- isn't that confusing? Yes. Is it the forest moon of the planet Endor, or is it the forest moon called Endor? Kaiju Curry House. It got to the point where he started climbing the Empire State Building, and my mom is like, he's not gonna die, is he? <laughs> oh no. My mom doesn't know shit about these films, but anyways, it was just like, mom, this doesn't end well for Kong. And she's just like, I can't watch the rest of this. Turn it off. I'm like, you can't get to this point in Peter Jackson's King Kong two hours and like whatever many minutes later and not watch the end. Screen heroes. The nipples just were confusing to me because they just, (laughs) they just make no sense. That is our clip, by the way. Uh, uh, But I mean, male nipples are kind of confusing anyway. So like they serve zero purpose. Do you think that was the point he was trying to make? (laughs) It's a much deeper message. Yes. Is Batman and Robin a heavily an allegory, social allegory? Yeah. (laughs) Subscribe today at heroespodcast.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, Podcast Addict, and more. All right, welcome back. Uh, so for those tuning in again, I should say, I don't know. It's not like we're on TV. I don't know why this is. <laughs> no, wait, like for those of you just joining us. Uh, just joining us, even though they've been listening to us hopefully for the past, you know, whatever, 30 minutes. 40 minutes. Uh, we're talking about uh, The Mandalorian, uh, the season finale called Chapter 8, Redemption, directed by Taika Waititi. Um. So, Which is kind of obvious. Yes. When you uh, watch it. This episode, I think, was the best episode oh, it was so good. of the season. That's my personal thought. Yeah. Talking to other people as well, they kind of came to the same conclusion. Yeah. Oh, um, I lied. I actually haven't seen this episode more than once. But you did see it, didn't you? I did see Oh, yeah. Oh, thank no, God. I saw it. I texted think- you about it. That's right. But no. I'm being like, oh, my God, am I about to spoil this whole entire thing right now? <laughs> How would feel? I'm going to watch it live on air, guys. Right? Here we Here go. We go. Here we uh, go. Um, no, I did not because I was. So it came out Friday. I was in, at my in laws in LA. That's right. You were in LA. But you didn't yeah, beat to like three days after, right? No, because I was going to go to my brother in law's house and we were going to watch it with them. Um, and that just didn't work out. Um, and then we had like all these holiday parties to go to. And my in laws, uh, well, I have an awesome, great TV setup they are bless their heart boomers and they still have cable and that is it they just have cable (laughs) so we had zero capability of streaming anything and i was not about to watch this on my phone and then i started to get desperate and i downloaded it and i was gonna actually watch it on the plane on -hmm. my phone and then i also thought i just decided not to do it and i watched the tolkien movie which was not a bad decision at all. Because you watched um, you watched the episode when you came back home, didn't you? So I didn't watch it until Monday night. That's right. And recording this- as I was getting deliriously sick. <laughs> that was the last thing I did. I watched The Mandalorian. I ate like half a salad, and then I slept for three days. <laughs> I mean, hey. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. So. But I I feel like I have a pretty decent recollection of what happened because okay. it was a really good episode so i'll start us out then i'll i'll interest yeah. into the episode so basically um these two douchebag of scout troopers oh my freaking god they are they have captured baby yoda and they are taking him back to moff gideon um but they are stopped they're like the space 
equivalent of, or you know a definition of jarheads mm. just jarhead military oh, idiots good. yes um also one was jason sudeikis y- yes a kansas city native haha haha um so they go and they they're about to deliver the baby yoda to moff gideon but they are stopped by the patrol guard outside saying hey let's not you shouldn't bother him because like basically he just shot someone for interrupting him and he's like busy right now he's like busy right now so he can't really take your appointment yeah um just kind of showing how just like ruthless and just evil this moth is he shot a guy because he didn't like the way he breathed yeah or something like that it was very like okay okay yeah. susan so in the meantime baby yoda just you know is moving around in a sack and out of nowhere, the Jason, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the Jason Sudeikis scout trooper. Just I think they, they both do it. They both do it, but the first one I think is him and just wails on it. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. I had to pause it for a second because I'm like, what? Ooh, son of a bitch. I'm like, they what? So yeah. I'm like, he, no. And so I keep on playing it. And the other stormtrooper's like, well, maybe we should see and maybe, you know, and because... Maybe you should look at what's inside. He goes, it hasn't moved in a while since you hit it. I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god, my baby. So he opens the flap and little baby Yoda's just like smiling at the people. And the other stormtrooper goes like, Gucci, Gucci, goo him. He bites the finger and then you see him just wail on the top of his head. <sighs> I'm like, that's a soft spot. You can't do that. Damn it. You can't, you can't do that. hit the baby. <laughs> and... It's funny because yeah. my roommate watched The Mandalorian too, and she loves Baby Yoda. And so she watched about two or three days after me, and I in my, I'm in my room, and all of a sudden I hear her scream, You fucking bastard! Don't hit the baby! <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, ah, she's watching that episode. Yeah. So... Uh, and this whole exchange was hilarious, because both of these, both of the people playing um, the troopers were, are comedians. Um, yes. So they're interchanged. I feel like a lot of it might have been, like, ad-libbed. Also, but it's very Taika Waititi dialogue. It is very Taika Waititi too, yeah. And then they start, like, trying to take pot shots and stuff. And, and they can't hit a single thing. they can't hit it. They can't. Neither of them can hit it. It's and one of them, like, shakes with a gun and you hear, like, the, the paint can, like, yes. sound. <laughs> I was like, what is he doing? It's so funny. He's like, maybe there's no blaster cartridges in there or something. It's the funniest uh-huh. thing. Yeah, I'm like, what is he even? Yeah, okay. It, it makes up for the fact that they just wailed on Baby Yoda and keep on hitting yeah. him. It's great. Um, but so uh, the nurse droid, IG-11, comes to the rescue, uh, kills the troopers, and I have never because been they happier. deserved it. I have never been, like, happier to see a stormtrooper die in, right. the, in that moment. It's like, you asshole, it's what you get. So IG-11 takes the baby and rides into town in the most, like, badass gunslinger way I think I've ever seen oh, yeah, someone no, come to a scene. It was, it was a western on speed. And so basically there's a, there's a standoff happening between uh, Cara, uh, Car, Cara, Carl Weathers. Car, no, hold on. It's Cara Dune, the Mandalorian, and Carga. Or Carga. I don't know. Yeah. These people need Ooh. to, I'm just going to call her Dune. It will be affectionately known as Carl Weathers. Yeah, just, we're going to call him Carl. Carl Weathers. <laughs> um, so there's a standoff in between them and Moff Gideon. Basically he's saying, hey, we're setting up a huge, like, machine gun turret, so if you don't come out in the next, like, five minutes, we're going to blow your brains out. And then all of a sudden, you hear, like, the speeder bike sound, and I'm like, that's a sound that's familiar. We know that sound. We like that sound right now. And IG-11 just comes in, both blasters just 
killing basically every single almost stormtrooper there uh yep. while Boy, also doing like glory. 360 like turns the baby doesn't get hit yeah, and it was, it was so so cool and so good and the music in it was really really cool um so also sorry just backing up a little when first of all i didn't realize that it took so long to set up these guns like okay <laughs> uh, that doesn't seem practical like you can't just plug on, it in like what the hell it doesn't seem on tech I, okay sure whatever and then when the guy's like i'm gonna give you was this the point where he was like i'm gonna give you you know 11 hours until until nightfall yeah i'm like why why would you do that <laughs> you're, so you're gonna give him enough time to figure out a way to get out of there yeah that seems so dumb but maybe he knew like there's no way out like y'all, y'all can't leave fuck you um, i don't know but people are resourceful throughout this whole entire standoff you know pe- the mandalorian goes out and fights Cara dune has her machine gun she's fighting which we she's she's in her element which by the way we find out the most interesting fact about <gasps> her oh my god i was after this i was like i swear to god if she dies right i'm revolt i'm revolting okay so tell the folks <laughs> what we found out uh so Cara dune Hates the Empire. We know this. Cara Dune hates the Empire for a very specific reason. Cara Dune is from Alderaan. Yay! Which is literally the coolest thing that came out of that. Yeah, because he shows Cara Dune, uh, Imperial uh, or Rebel Shock Trooper from trooper Alderaan. Of Alderaan. And I was like, oh, my jaw drops. I know. My ears perked up. I was like, hello. <laughs> I know. I did like a Scooby Doo thing. I'm like, hello. Right. Yeah, and you know that she knows Leia. Oh. Because all the survivors of Alderaan know each other. There's, yeah, and... There's, it, there's like, a whole support group. They meet up. There's a like support it's, group. There's, no, it's, like, in the comics. Like, they all meet up. Oh, yes. Now, I don't know, is that in the canon comics or is that in the old comics? Yeah, no, that's in the new Leia comics. Okay. No, that's canonical. My, so, my yeah, whole thing is, There's a, There's like, a statue and stuff, like... Yeah, she's probably about the same age as Leia would have been around that time. Maybe like a few years younger. No, I'd say she's a few years older because this is only five years after uh, uh, Jedi. Yeah, Return of the Jedi. And okay, so they're supposed to be like Leia was twenty in the first. She was nineteen in the in uh, New Hope. Okay, so they're nineteen, and it, and it's five years between each, right? No, it's. I, honestly, I don't. Well, the old timeline I thought it's was three like, or five years. I think it was three years between Empire and New Hope, and then a year between Jedi and Empire. So, oh, is it only a year? I think so. I always thought it was like longer. I always figured it was much much longer. And, I don't know why. Well, it, then, maybe that's not right. It could have been changed too, for all we know, with the comics. So we don't, I don't honestly know how long. I don't know. I would say, I would say that by this point, Leia is probably late twenties, early thirties. I agree. So okay, so Kara, I can see is probably like in her mid to late thirties. Yes. Yeah, they're about the same age. So I could totally see her like being trained as like one of Leia's personal guards. Right, how cool would that be? Like, on Alderaan, and then, you know, shit happens, and she doesn't get trained, and then, you know, everything. But anyway, that's my headcanon. But we also find out uh, the Mandalorian's name, which we did reveal in a previous episode, but is now confirmed as Din Djarin. Yeah, which, uh, you know, I mean, 
It's a name. It's a Star Wars name. It sounds very it's a Star, Star Wars. Name. It's very. It's not like I, I don't feel like it's particularly memorable. Like Cara Dune has like a nice ring to it. Right. Yeah. Just Din Djarin. They kind of yeah, put like a, a few D's and J's and yep. N's together. Like, like throw some consonants together and that's his name. Star Wars name. Ta-da. Uh, so throughout all this, basically, you know, and then we get a really cool shot of uh, a flame trooper. Coming yeah, that's cool, right? Uh, I loved his helmet design. I loved the helmet itself. Uh, we should also we got mention... a lot of troopers from old canon, from games, from, from new canon. stuff that we haven't. Yes, from new yeah, stuff that we haven't seen in a while. It was really cool. Uh, but it's also mentioned with the troopers as well. A good portion of them, they did not have the budget for stormtroopers, so the five hundred first, yeah, uh, came in and supplied a bunch of troopers for this episode and episode seven particularly so you know well done for there's them. a well there's some insider gossip on that and it's not as it's not as warm and fuzzy as you think it is oh it isn't yeah but oh. i'll uh i'll just i'll just leave that there oh no oh no oh, let's no. just say as a former member of the socal garrison they're not the mm. <laughs> What you gonna there say, were man? some love. There were some lovely people, but some, you know, they they let the uh, ease of Hollywood access go to their heads and um, kind of lose sight of the whole charity part of the thing a lot. And uh, yeah, and we'll leave it at that. For, and we'll leave it at for that for user interpretation. <laughs> yep, you, um, can, you can you can follow the leads. It's on the internet. Yep. So okay, well, okay. Uh, there you go. Anywho. So basically, the flame trooper he goes in, he's gonna burst them all into flames, and then who stops him? But Baby Yoder. Baby Yoder. He just like basically force crushes the fire, throws it back at him, blows yeah, him like, up, throws it back, and he's like, "What? Come at me? What?" Uh, <laughs> um, that's not what he says, but whatever. Um, that's what he was thinking. He's like, "Someone hit me. Someone hit me earlier this morning. I'm mad." <laughs> Come at what? me, bro. It's gotta get out the aggression. Yeah, so he just burns someone alive. Uh, so eventually they make their way down to the sewer, uh, where they meet the uh, armorer, and she finally gives the Mandalorian his sigil. Oh, yeah. Uh, basically, it says... For a second, I forgot that happened. <laughs> right? It's basically saying, you know, world's <laughs> best kind of bad. important. Yep, that's what it says. Yep. And you can't convince me anything differently. Nope. Um, nope. she also gives him a jetpack. Finally, yep. uh, right? saying like, and, "Okay, so what was it called?" The Have you done the flight of the phoenix or something like that? Yeah. So all of the I've noticed that like all of their tech has like bird references so far. Oh, that's true. Do you they do. That? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting, Ooh. huh? Hmm. Um. So she gives him a jetpack. Says, you know, I I can't go with you. I'm going to stay here and fight. And she does fight. And then she does. And she's really, really she's cool. she's a badass. She, has, yeah. she fights with, like, uh, a hammer and, like, a pinchy thing. I don't, <laughs> know what I don't know what they're called. It's a hammer and a pinchy I, thing. Yeah, you're right. I, I don't know what a thing, <laughs> a thing is called. It's called hammer and pinchy thing. She fights. Hammer Everyone and knows thing. It's yeah. a hammer and a pinchy thing. So she yeah, fights off all the stormtroopers. She melts one stormtrooper completely. She shatters this guy's helmet yeah which was really cool 
Uh, she does some very cool stuff. Uh, and yeah. then presumably so she we could are, I'm pretty sure at this point, there is zero point, zero point to Stormtrooper armor. <clears throat> other than, other than like, I mean, yeah, I think messing get, with people's vision and and making you look kind of intimidating. If they can there seems pierced, to be zero point. It can be pierced by little Ewok, uh, little air, arrows, arrows, and spear and, shits, and yeah. There's like, there's no point. No, just, just look shiny. Just they're just trying to make a point. Yep, <laughs> that's it. Um, so they basically they escape, and then there's like the 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 lava chute that they go down. Yeah, the river, river of, of lava. The, the river of Hades, basically. Yes, yes. <laughs> the the they, lost uh, souls crossing to the underworld now. Yeah, sticks. The river sticks. And then we get the most disturbing thing I have ever seen in my life. Are you talking about the droid? The droid. <laughs> wow. So there's this R two, like this ancient R two unit, who is who is you know the river sticks driver uh, of this lava boat. Yep. That they managed to push in. Um. And they think it's dead because it's been there for God knows how long. I don't know. And then they hit it or something and it comes to life and it freaking stands up like a daddy long legs <laughs> mated with R2. It's a very disturbing and image. It's so disturbing. It's just super uncanny valley. Never ever should have happened. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's creepy. Oh, it's so weird. It's very creepy. It's weird. And then he and then he rows them along because that's what he does. That's what the creepy asteroid does. Yep. Um, and it, it, it has arms, too. Oh, my God. You know what it does? He was like R2 Slenderman. Ooh, that's an interesting image. That yeah. I don't like right now. Ah, creepy. Uh, but yeah, that that kind of disturbed me, too, because he like beeps like R2, but then he like just stands straight up. I'm like, the fuck nope. are you? Nope. No, that's a hard no. No. Hard no. No. Uh, so eventually they figure out that the Empire's waiting for them, and we lose our, like, second favorite character in this yeah, episode. Yeah, literal blaze of glory. Yeah, literal, um, yes. Um, yeah, so IG-11. they come to the mouth of the cave, and Mando can see that there's an ambush waiting for them, basically. Um, so they stop the boat, and IG goes full-on nurse droid for the second oh my god you know what we completely for- we completely skipped over i just realized the other we... amazing IG part I, know, I just realized what we skipped over too yep. <laughs> rewind so before they even get, <laughs> before they even get down uh, and met with the armor so yeah it is late and i'm battling a sinus infection and yeah yeah so anyway. i totally yep oh well we get we unmask the mandalorian yes and it's and Pedro to be specific spoiler alert it's Oberyn Martell um, (laughs) who finally learned to wear a helmet yes Uh, yeah and then was like no I'm never taking it off again yeah Uh, no no I I keep on please no so he got super injured um, during this firefight yes um, before before the whole Yoda fire blast thing all that stuff Um, I mean, like, the reason he's blasted is because somebody was trying to hurt his daddy. So exactly. I think that's, like, why that happened. Um, so he's he's dying. He's got, like, internal bleeding and shit going yeah, on. He has, um, a, he has a head boo-boo. Yeah, he's got a head boo-boo. IG-8's like, you're not going to live. I need to I need to nurse you. And he's, you know, with his droid phobia, don't you touch me, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, we do get the full flashback also with the whole clone yeah, happening. Yeah, so we get full flashback of why he's afraid of droids. Um and so we go back to these little snippets of that we've had of him as a child 
on what we had presumed was Mandalore. Um, turns out it's not Mandalore. Nope, it's a planet. No, it's just some random planet. Um, and, and then we get all the, but we get the rest of like the Mandalorians coming in to yeah. save the day. And that was so, really yeah. Cool. So they're being attacked, and then the Mandalorians come in and they save the day. And uh, so you know, this kid gets put into this little box, and then his parents die because these droids, these giant like super menacing apocalypto, it's a super battle droid, X Men yeah. droids, yeah, uh, come out, blow things up, and they're about to kill him when the Mandos come and they save the day. So that's how he becomes a foundling. Um, yes. Um, and now Baby Yoda is also considered a foundling for him too. But that's yes. Yeah. But so IG's like, well, I need to work on you. And he's like, you can't take my mask off. That's it. It's not coming off. And he says, you know, it can't, no one can see, no living being can see me without Correct. my helmet on. And IG's like, well, duh, dude, I'm a droid. And then he's like, takes it off for him. <laughs> yeah. And so, well, so everybody else goes, he sends them away into the sewers. And so mm-hmm. then IG takes it off and we get, Pedro which Pascal. should have been like really pasty. I haven't seen sunlight in a billion years. Pedro Pascal. But he's very contoured and very tan. <laughs> very contoured, very tan, and just a little beat up. Um, so he administers a back to spray, basically. Um, yeah. We should also mention the fact that we gloss over this too. That the armor says you need to take Yoda, baby Yoda, back to like his people, to his race, to yes. to these sorcerers. Like, are there more Jedi? Oh, yeah. So he meant, yeah, she mentions that, like, you know, she talks about how the Jedi, the wizards and stuff were basically like the mortal enemy of yes. the Mandalorians, um, which we know from Mandalorian lore. Mm-hmm. Or you should, if you're paying attention. <laughs> um, and uh, and she's like, and until then, he's your baby. Yeah. You're his daddy. Until then, he's your foundling. He is yours. Treat, you know, this is the way. And, and we get the whole we get the whole Mandalorian. The Mandalorians are not a people; they're a. It's a. Is it a culture? It's a creed. Creed. That's culture. It. Something. It's a creed. That they creed. I feel like they say creed. They said creed. Maybe they say creed. Anyway, yeah, I care. it's a way of life. Yes, they say it's not a. It's not face, a people. Yeah. It's a. We're not a people. It's a choice. It's the, yeah. Uh, so okay, fast forwarding yeah. back to where we were now. All right, all right, back to the. We're coming out of the tunnel. We're yeah. gonna get ambushed. You know, there's nothing we can do about it. We're all gonna die. Kaboom. IG-11's like, nope, remember, I still have my number one protocol, which is I can't be captured, and if I can't um, if I can't withhold my protocol to saving the people I'm nursing, then I'm gonna blow up. Yep. And so he and, does. And he's also... <laughs> the well, I mean, not just, like, with them. Like, he goes he goes no, in basically yes. into the middle of the Stormtrooper ambush, and he's like, hey, what's up, guys? And they're like, what the hell? And then he blows up. But it's funny because the Mandalorian's like, no, you don't have to. And he goes... Don't be sad. And the man was like, I'm not sad. He goes, you are sad. I can hear it in your voice. And he just walks yeah, off. No, like I literally analyzed your voice and it is sad. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I'm not sad. I'm not crying. I'm not my sad. Oh, what are you talking about? No, no. There's uh, just some dust I'm, in my eye I'm plate. I'm a tough oh. man. <laughs> yeah, no, that was fantastic. So he goes um, and blows up uh, yeah. and we think the day is, is done. It's done. We're done. Nope, we're going to get out of here. Yep. So Moff Gideon is in his TIE fighter. Moff Gideon's back. And uh, the Mandalorian's like, I can trap my new toy. And so he has his jetpack. He goes flying. He hooks onto the TIE fighter, disables it. Uh, basically, you know, we all think that Moff Gideon has died because there's a huge fireball and crash and kabooey. Yeah. Carl Weathers and Cara Dune are off and they're like, hey, let's get together and work together. Yes. So that stuff happens. So Cara stays on the planet. Carl Weathers obviously stays on the planet. Um, one funny, oh, we shall say the one funny thing uh, where 
car where there's a ghost baby Yoda. He goes, do the hand thing, baby. And then he just waved. Hand it thing. <laughs> that was the funniest thing I've ever. I've, do the hand thing. And he goes, hello. Yes. I'm waving. <laughs> um, so, you know, we all think that, okay, Moff Gideon is dead. The Mandalorian takes the the baby and, you know, flies away again. And then Moff Gideon, by the way, the Jawas are sal- salvaging this wreck like two oh, minutes yeah. after he crashes, which is the funniest no, thing. They're like, you turn off the lights in your kitchen and the cockroaches come out like, exactly. within half a second. There they are. They're kind of like the raccoons of like <laughs> Star Wars. They're, oh the, they're the trash people. <laughs> they are the trash people. Um, so the trash pandas of Star Wars. All of a sudden, we see a very familiar blade poke out okay, of the hole this was great no so it pops out and i'm like oh sweet it's a viber blade oh i knew exactly what it was when i saw it when it first came out i was like oh totally cool viber blades i love viber blades it's one of my favorite random throwaway star wars weapons right um yeah and then it totally comes out and we all go whoa and he it's is holding the dark saber the dark saber and last time we saw the dark saber i believe it was in maul's possession probably because maul was still on mandalore oh yeah yeah so i'm gonna assume that something happens in the clone wars that is gonna be a throwaway to the mandalorian yeah so there's gonna be a tie-in when that comes back because obviously dave filoni is a part of both shows yeah uh i'm thinking we might see moff gideon as oh that would be cool a republic officer i want to see animated moff gideon I can totally see him not obviously as Moff Gideon. He'll be like, you know, Corporal Gideon or something like that. Yeah. Somewhat or yeah. But cool. If we cool, hear cool. if we hear those names, that name Gideon in the Clone Wars, it's like, oh, we know who that is. Yeah, that would be neat. I think So there we go. Yeah. That's it. That's I, how it ended. That's how it ended. Whoosh. Uh great, great, great season finale. Um yep. we didn't rank the episodes though, so real quick, what do you rank episode six? Oh crap uh one to ten yeah one to ten uh i'm gonna go like four. Oh, oh, damn she she real low i don't know maybe i, I probably need to watch it again i like, gave I, it a six you know what half. i absolutely enjoyed it yeah I, i'll put it no you copy like, no you could like stay a, at four no i'm not <laughs> five and a half okay five and a half i wasn't gonna take your score okay I'm just i think four is unfairly low it because i did actually enjoy watching it while i was watching it right um it just in terms of adding anything to the season it doesn't add anything to the plot which like again isn't a problem it's not a problem no i just yeah i wasn't that invested in it so uh, okay. episode, episode seven what do you rate seven it? uh oh my gosh um like it like a eight and a half really that's high yeah so well, for me honestly, i feel like we really, got so many well, everything, oh well it, so lots of cool stuff happens but like nothing really significant happens until like the last like 15 minutes we got so many interesting tidbits we got cardoon is an old Iranian. we got um moff gideon introduced you know uh german german imperial guy <laughs> whose name i cannot remember the client the client that's, yeah that's what his name is just the client the guy with the cool medallion um <laughs> oh, yes, the cool medallion. dies guy with a cool medallion dies 
out of nowhere. Nobody expected that. Okay, so then I'll um, give it like a seven and a half then. We got um we got Queel being a badass and dying for Baby Yoda. Okay, I stick with my um, seven and a half. <laughs> those, like, there's a lot of there's a lot of good things happening in this episode. All right, I just and think. then the finale. What do you rate it? Oh, nine. Okay, same here. Yeah, a solid nine out of ten. Solid nine out of ten. Um, totally great episode. So that wraps us up, guys, for the manifesto. Yay! Thank you for coming on this journey with us. We appreciate it a lot. Um, uh, obviously, the manifesto will come back uh, for season two. Uh, sometime in 2020, we can be probably like nine, ten months from now. Yeah, be rest assured that there will probably be some kind of trailer or announcement or panel or all the above at celebration. Which celebration, Chris yeah. and I are still going to. Woot woot. Yay. Uh, so we are eagerly preparing for that right now. Um, but that wraps us up here. Uh, don't forget we are still on our winter hiatus. Uh, for the main like you know Echo Station stuff that we do. Uh, we'll be back more probably around February because February 17th is the official date of the Clone Wars coming back. Yay! So we will either start the season off with the Clone Wars or we will probably do maybe uh, uh, a character profile. We'll, we'll do something. Obviously, you know, we, we will alert you guys to yep. to that. Um, but uh, until then, uh, follow us on uh, Twitter at Echo Station Cast. Uh, that is our main Twitter handle. That's where we put everything out usually. Um, follow me at IR Turner. Follow Chris at the Dirt Witch. Um, go to heroespodcast.com to find all of our back episodes of The Man of Fetso, uh, all of our back episodes of uh, Padme's Closet, which we are finishing up as well. Don't forget that. Uh, and then, uh, do you have anything to add, ma'am? No, that's all of it. Missed talking to you guys. Okay, well, that's it. Got to be back. (laughs) Yes. That's it. Um, That's it. We will see you guys, or see you guys. We'll talk to you guys uh, next time. But until then, may the force be with you. May the force be with you. Bye.